0: Okay. Good, morning. Good, morning. Good morning All right it says, don't forsake your assembling together, as is the habit of some so We're gathering this morning. If we don't gather, we're scattering. so yep. we want to be uh, make sure we're on the right side this morning. Yes. Okay? Lord God, we look to you. Ask for all those that are out from us, those that are traveling, those that are ministering to others, Lord God, that uh, your help would be evident, Lord God, in their lives. And we ask you for our gathering right here this morning, Lord God, that you'd lead us carefully by your Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: There
0: Of our heart be acceptable in your sight today. Jesus' name. Not just in this place, but in every place we go. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Turn to uh, Matthew chapter 8. said before sometimes different scriptures when I read them they'll bring to mind the person that I remember the preaching about them and uh, how many of you probably only the old timers remember Amelia Hundley back in the day okay well she was uh, back when we were coming into the move. She spent a fair amount of time there in Quintermont. I'd have to say God really used her. Uh, I think God was merciful to us. We were kind of switching horses in midstream. Uh, But when I think of some of these communities that met each other for the first time when they showed up on the community, uh I think God knew that we weren't ready for that. We've had enough trouble with the people that we've grown up with. Uh, anyway, she t- t- talked about the scripture in uh, Matthew 8. In honor of Jeremy Austin, I won't rattle my pages on the microphone here. <laughs> and game. Verse 19. And a certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. And I've read that scripture before, and I thought that just meant Jesus didn't have a house. Didn't have any place to to sleep. But Sister Amelia pointed out that he could have stayed probably in many places and probably did. That wasn't what he was talking about. It's interesting. You can read through the Bible and just take it at its literal face value and entirely, which was what most of the people that he was preaching to uh, did, just take it at face value and miss the whole spiritual meaning of what God was trying to say. Uh, because these words in here are spiritual words anointed uh, men quickened by the Holy Spirit wrote and what's been quickened by the Holy Spirit Brother Buddy does a good or did I don't know what he does now uh, did a good job preaching it's a spiritual book and it's only understood by the Spirit and that's uh, very true But what she was pointing out is the son of man has no place to lay his head because there was a body to be formed, which we're a part of. And the body does best when it's connected to the head. (laughs) Studies have shown. (laughs) Results may vary but not much. I won't point out, as I did last time, that they tried to estimate how long you would have consciousness after you were separated from your head. Uh, All pretty much agreed, not very long. Uh, I like that far side of the Chickens standing in line to get their heads chopped off. The one chicken leans over to the other and says, I hope I go quick without a lot of flopping around. (laughs) Some of us seem to go quick without a lot of flopping around and others seem to flop around a great deal. Uh, Anyway, so it's important that we realize that we are part of the body and the part of the body that is connected to the head. Hebrews, uh, you can turn to this, Hebrews 10. I like about the Bible it's just full of good scriptures (laughs) we'll start in verse four I remember how excited I was when I came into the church in Claremont I hadn't grown up in a church But when I I went, I think I've told the story, my parents, my brother and I had to go to Sunday school for one year. Uh, We were among the first Sunday school dropouts. Um, And I don't know, they thought the the one thing I do remember out of the whole season there was we did the parable of the sower and the seed and i never forgot that story um and our home life was kind of tumultuous at times Uh, i've said when i was growing up we didn't know that we were dysfunctional so we just tried to have a good time uh, as much as possible it was only later i learned that we were dysfunctional Uh, or as brother Steve Faust likes to say, he was putting the fun back in dysfunctional. Uh, (laughs) When things got tough, oh, oh, the point of the Sunday school, they gave us a Bible to take home, to have as our own. Uh, So I did have a Bible, had access to a Bible. And when things got really, really, really bad, at home, I would pull out that Bible and open it up and I don't know how uh, but it just seemed to settle me somehow Uh, I wasn't born again Uh, all the things that would give us understanding in the word I didn't have um, but somehow that comforted and settled me there's power in the word of God itself, you know, it says, well, it's not just in the Bible. But if you notice, when Jesus was on the mountain being tempted by the devil, everything that was brought to him as a temptation, he answered with the scripture. And he wasn't being religious. Yeah, the devil can quote scriptures as well but Jesus answered him with what it really meant okay where were we 10 for 104 ten four, thank you 104 <coughs> for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins Wherefore, when he cometh unto the world, he saith, sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast no pleasure. Then said I, lo, in the volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Above Above when he said sacrifice and offering and burnt offering and offering for sin, sin thou wouldst not, neither had pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Then said he, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first that he may establish the second. If, sacrifice, if sacrificing farm animals would have done it, done it uh, they would have been in better shape than what they were. Yeah. But they found out that didn't do it. Only a body saying, "'Lo, I come to do thy will.'" You turn over to uh, John chapter 14. <clears throat> 11 and I've often marveled at this verse 11 and 12 it says believe me that I am in the father and the father in me or else believe me for thy very work's sake verily verily I say unto you he that believeth on me and this should challenge all of us Verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my father. you know and I was thinking what what are what are the greater works? well, if you looked at jesus' life uh He didn't he got some converts but uh, there weren't crowds breaking down the door
1: especially
0: especially at the end yeah it's interesting some days they wanted to make him a king and another day they would want to kill him and just when they got him trapped when it wasn't his time to be offered up said he slipped out of their midst where'd he go i don't know he's gone but when it was time he was right on time greater works than these you know and i was thinking of prayer jesus was he had a hard time getting his own disciples to pray with him for an hour uh, And I think that's one of the greater works. That there's going to be a body of people that will pray together. You know, it says one will put a thousand to flight. Mm -hmm. Two, good for ten thousand. How that figures. I think how it figures is God's idea is a head with a body underneath it. That's what he's looking for, and I think that is the key uh, to greater works in these these works and greater than that. These show you do also, uh, because he went to the Father, and the Holy Spirit was return, was come to us, uh, that we might be led into all the truth. Healing. They had trouble, the disciples tried to heal the one guy and they had to go get Jesus. He said, we tried, it, it didn't work. Uh, we've tried a lot of stuff it didn't seem to work. Uh, but he said, because of your unbelief, That's part of what we're getting delivered from, is our unbelief. What other works did he do? He did a lot of works. But I think the greater works will be when a body of people gets together. You see preachers nowadays, maybe not just nowadays, maybe for a long time, uh, individual preachers tend to get picked off And the ones that especially seem to get this um, Falwell, I I grew up in the age of Jerry Falwell, that was the dad. Mm -hmm. Then the son, he got in all kinds of trouble. And the thing was after the breakdown of morality was discovered or more widely known it was found that those that were close to him did know, they knew a lot of what was going on, but they didn't get rid of him. I don't know if some people talked to him. And then it came out eventually. Uh, and, it, you know, he's not uh, associated with the group anymore, I don't believe. Uh, because the body, needs to work together. I don't know if we'll turn to it, but it talks about if it were possible, even the elect would be deceived. And I was thinking about this thing of the elect. I think the elect is a corporate expression. I hate using religious words, but I don't know any other way to say it. Religious expression of what God's doing And I think that is the reason, if we stay together, speak to one another. You know, it says in Malachi, people spoke often one to another, and a book of remembrance was written. It said they spoke often to one another, and I think it says, and God heard it. When we speak to each other in this uh, organism, Works the way it's supposed to work, making increase of itself in love. Uh, there's some safety in that. It says, by a multitude of counselors, a good war is waged, or something to that effect. It's interesting. We learned a lot of these scriptures back in the early days in the New American Standard Bible. And I'd go to look them up in the Strong's Concordance, and they, they weren't there. As one brother Richard read the other day, I forget what it was. Of our yeah, yes, exactly. The goal of our instruction. We all, we all learned it that way and remembered it that way. And then often when you look it up, it really is exactly what it means. So, uh, this, if it were possible, even the elect would be deceived. Because I think the elect is a corporate thing, you know we've been hearing lately that Christ is speaking of corporateness and there's safety safety in that because we can get real easily deceived and turned uh, in another direction and my my point about the uh, some of the Evangelist TV evangelists, big names. Uh, they got off course because they weren't speaking to each other. You know, it's, it's said if there's something going on, and I was just reading this last night, uh, go and talk to him. This is, this is straight from Jesus. Go talk to him if they won't listen to you take somebody else with you (laughs) talk to them again if they won't listen to anybody just let them be like a heathen to you Uh, that's about the end of the relationship until things change and they can doesn't mean that it's hopeless Hebrews uh, chapter 2, I think it says here. Hebrews 2. Verse five, for unto the angels hath he not put in subjection the world to come, whereof we speak. But one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou hearest him? thou visitest him. Thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, thou crownest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things into subjection, in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all things in subjection under him, He left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, and he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. Made a little lower than the angels. We're a little lower than the angels too. That's why we don't go toe-to-toe uh, with devils. I like that one scripture. He said he didn't make a railing accusation, but said the Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you uh, we're no match. One of my favorite uh, cartoons of all time is the uh, preacher goes to visit the sick man in the hospital and he gets right in his face and said renounce the devil (laughs) the guy in the hospital bed says I'm in no condition to antagonize anybody right now (laughs) we can't go toe to toe we won't make a railing judgment but we are a little lower than the angels. Okay. Remember Jesus said I could ask of my father and he'd send, was it a legion of angels or two legions or a bunch, a bunch anyway. And it was interesting, being a little lower than the angels, he didn't say, I'll, I will just command that. We, we're, we don't command angels. Okay, see, that was a thought. Even Jesus said, I will ask my Father, and he will send. Okay? Because he was also a little lower than the angels at that time. Genesis uh, chapter 3, look there for a minute. 3 uh, verse 14 man has fallen here as often happens the blame game was being played here whether it's the man's fault the woman's fault or the serpent's fault It's like the serpent got the worst of it. It's a woman you gave me. That's what it was. That's a convenient excuse. Of course, it was really the man's fault because he didn't say no. Wasn't speaking. They weren't speaking to each other the way they ought to be speaking. And the Lord said unto the serpent because thou hast done this thou art cursed above all cattle and every beast of the field upon thy belly shalt thou go and dust shall thou eat all the days of thy life and I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed it shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel and then that's followed up on Somewhere, Uh, Romans chapter sixteen. If we want to turn over there. 19 for your obedience has come abroad unto all men I'm glad therefore on your behalf but yet would I have you yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil Verse 20, and the God of all, this, this caught my attention uh, in relationship to greater works and what our part is. Sometimes we want to do God's part and he wants us to do our part. we get that mixed up sometime. Verse 20, and the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And I thought that was interesting. The God of all peace will bruise Satan. And where? Under your feet, under your feet. Because some of the things God's asking us to do, he's not going to do for us. He's doing it, but he's doing it through human agencies, vessels, people, you, me. And that really is our... Protection.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If we keep, you know, we had a lot of talk about order, <clears throat> order and disorder and lack of order. Um, I was saying when we were, I can't remember if I said it up here or not, when we were still in the walk, they were, I used to get tapes. Uh, from the uh, Shiloh and some of the other churches. And I was, they sent out a message, said, uh, no pattern without his presence. Mm -hmm. That was a message. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I listened to that. And then it wasn't too much longer after that, they had a follow-up message. Said, no pattern, still no presence. Just getting rid of the patterns doesn't ensure the presence. Just getting out with the old doesn't mean you come in with the new. Uh, It's not automatic. But it has to be something we're intending upon. Let's finish up in Matthew 24, if we would, with my part of this. I've had a little problem with my brain not seeming to work quite right sometimes. But sorry if it's been a little confusing. Matthew, Matthew 24. Matthew 24, verse 21. And then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, not ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. That's pretty severe. know it's probably never been a better time to be alive and never been a worse time to be alive (laughs) and the the only way I think that we can keep our sanity uh, is to rehearse and be living by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God that's really the only thing that steadies this ship is an eternal word And we need to value that, uh, that we not just turn aside to silly fables or something that's comfortable. Said in the last days, men won't endure Sound teaching, but would rather have their ears tickled. Uh, And I think for the most part, the preaching that comes here is not ear tickling. Uh, I think we God has held to the plumb line uh, of the Word, and that's important for each one of us, both in our individual lives and corporately, that we hold to the plumb line of the Word. Tribulation such as was not since the beginning of of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be, except those days be shortened and no flesh saved, But for the elect's sake, the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. If any man shall say to you, lo, here is Christ or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they should deceive the very elect. If it were possible, that indicates to me that it's not possible for the elect. As somebody pointed out, we don't all necessarily know who the elect are, but we want to be among them. Uh, And they're the only ones that are going to be escaped uh, from deception. That's one of the marks of spiritual warfare in the last days is uh, deception. Get somebody to believe the wrong thing and they'll move, act on the basis of what they believe, right or wrong. And that's how we could get off course. We don't want to be off course. Amen. Amen. That's all I had this morning. Thank you.
2: So I think this is really excellent for us this morning. Um, and I want to go back to where Tom started. You can't separate the body from the head. This doesn't work. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he made light of it, but it really doesn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I think there's a crucial thing in this speaking often to one another It's that we listen to each other. It says in Matthew 18, verse 16, But if you will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. Of course, this is one of those that we learned in the New American Standard where it says confirmed. Um, And confirmation is a thing. And it's real easy to get moving and have a direction and forget Mm -hmm. to look for confirmation. Or perhaps settle for the appearance of confirmation because I don't think anybody would in this context, really forebrain the idea of just going off and doing their own thing. We've been trained. But it's easy to get moving. It's hard to slow down and be checked. It says, in 2 Corinthians 13:1, "This is the third time I am coming to you. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, shall every word, be established. And so I think it is really crucial for the connection to be maintained that we really listen to each other and seek out confirmation. Really seek it out. Make an effort. Over whatever. Otherwise, the Holy Spirit really doesn't have much opportunity to check. I mean, yes, that is an internal thing. It really is an internal thing to be checked by the Holy Spirit. It really, really is an internal thing to be checked by the Holy Spirit. But on the other hand, the Holy Spirit does use vessels. And in the mouth of two or three witnesses, I mean, Paul, three times, with the Corinthians. I don't know what the issue was. You can go back and look it up. It's in 2 Corinthians 13. Um, But apparently there was an issue that had been repeatedly addressed. And these things, especially when something is being repeatedly brought to your attention, consider what the Holy Spirit might be saying. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for the life that is found there. And thank you, Lord, for the opportunity we have to be led by your spirit today. Help us be sensitive in every place. Be with those, Lord, that are transitioning. You know how the transition is supposed to occur and when it is supposed to occur. We trust you, Lord God, that you would strengthen every one of us to hold fast to that which we believe. And we commit into your safekeeping, Kathy and Tom Rowe and Joanne and others, Lord God. You know their times and their places. Amen.